Well, hello and welcome to episode 24 of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. It has been a, a quieter uh, few weeks on the uh, the podcast front, but don't worry, we've got some uh, episodes coming thick and fast over the next two weeks. Uh, and to kick it off, we've got our, our weekly review. So Matt is here as always, uh, sporting the uh, the November tash, Matty. Yeah, it's coming in. It's very good in. in HD. I know I've got the new laptop going, so it's it's really opened up my flaws and my mo. So there you go. For those who listen on Spotify, you might have to jump over to YouTube for this one. And we're also joined uh, for the second time here on the pod by Bobby Young. Thanks very much for returning, Bobby. Yeah, of course. Happy to happy to be here. So we'll jump straight in. It was a busy weekend, of course. Back to a full schedule. Uh, and it was a long trip on the Saturday evening um, to the Bristol Pitbulls. Uh, it was an eventful game. There was a, you know, there was some there was some odd goals, there was some strange decisions. Uh, but for, at the end of it, two points were coming back to Hull, and that's all that matters, isn't it, Matty? I was happy with uh, Saturday. I think look, we've had obviously a couple of weeks where, I mean the. The one game weekends are, are tough, I think, just because it's tough to get the rhythm and um especially the Sunday game, that was a difficult one, obviously, because we don't skate on the Saturday. It's just impossible to get ice at the Hull Arena, um, at the best of times. But yeah, I've tried my best to try and get some, but it's just so difficult. Um so yeah, to get back sort of I guess into a routine of playing two games. Um I mean, is key, especially going into the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, Saturday we look, we had <clears throat> we had a reaction to sort of you know get from the lads, and you know we've we did a bit of work in the past couple of weeks. We've looked at sort of video a little bit more in depth and our game, and just sort of trying to get back to. I guess not even get back to, but just find who we are. I guess, and we needed to find the balance of the team and um, just how we, you know, how I think we should play and how I think we're going to be successful, etc. So, yeah, Saturday, you know, there was a bit of pressure on the lads. I think, you know, they, they, they knew that they needed a response and a performance. Um, and Bristol, obviously, where they are in the league, it looks, you know, like an easy night. But, um it won it's never it never is there. It's you know, they played you know hard and it was it was tough with a couple of periods there. We had to sort of bear down and, and get through the, the tough periods and um you know, I thought Angus played really well. Um and you know, helped us in the times when we needed him, especially on the kill. We you know, we took some penalties again, obviously, that's us, but um yeah, it was it was a great night. It's always good to win away as well. Obviously, the lads on the bus can, you know, have a good laugh on the way home. And um, yeah, it was it was it was good to get that feeling back of, you know, we are a good team and we're gonna we're gonna win games. So, Bobby, Matt, you mentioned there, there was there was a bit of pressure on this one. Obviously, a bit of a it was a free game run of some difficult results, wasn't it? With the the overtime loss after sort of. Surrendering a, a free goal lead in, in in Telford, the loss on the road to the bees, and you know that again that was it a bit of a strange one. In Matty thought for you know, for at least majority of the game we looked the most likely to score, and then of course the game up in Solway, 
on the Saturday um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so coming into this one, did you feel the pressure? Was that pressure coming from Matty? Was that pressure coming from yourselves as a team? Was it coming from the fans? Um, you know, I think it kind of a, maybe a combo of all three. Um, I, you know, as we we started off the season, you know, super well, winning a bunch of games. So, you know, it's it's once you go on a, a three game losing streak, you know, it's kind of tough. But, um, you know, we I saw in the room how you know upset everyone was even after our first loss, but after the the third there, it was you know kind of a wake up call. As in, you know, we we can't just we we got a bunch of skill in our team. We have a lot of great players, but we can't just come into every game thinking we're going to win based off skill. And I think that's kind of what Maddie was talking about, getting back to our game, just working hard, and uh, you know, found a couple of combinations that worked well. And uh, yeah, I think we we just all kind of took that pressure the right way and and used it to uh, get two wins this past weekend. So I say in in that first game, of course, Bristol went up two 0 and at that point, was it ever a case of oh no? here we go again, or was it a case of we look like we've been the better team throughout the period, we know the chances will come, we've just got to put them away, and then, of course, in a space of around two minutes late in the period, Bobby Chamberlain goes and puts two away. He sort of felt, despite the fact that they'd got a couple of goals, the first being one of the luckiest goals I've ever seen, um, where it's come off the backboard and then off the rear of Angus Lang, um, and somehow found its way into the net. Uh, you just sort of felt that the Seahawks' goals were coming. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, once we got down, we we knew that we were still playing well, but, um, you know, you can't you can't let two like a goal or anything, anything get you down on the bench, especially. Um, I think I think with our group, we we know that we've been getting the chances each and every game, even the games we lost, but we just haven't been able to bury them. But, uh, you know, once we get one, we usually find a way to fill the net. And uh, I think it just took us a little bit, but uh, once, you know, once Bob got that first one, it was, you know, right back to keep going, just get the next one, keep working hard. And then, you know, the rest will come. And I say they did do that. I say for the second period, it was split for one apiece over the period again. He went into the final 20, um, tied up at three apiece. Of course, Sam Towner got himself on the score sheet in the second and he popped in with another one early third. And at that point we did sort of, take the game by the scruff of the neck with Owen and then uh, Finney Ulrich also um, sort of adding their names to the score sheet and sort of opening up that 6-3 lead. Um, with that 6-3 lead, though, was it then a case of we've now got to sort of reprove to ourselves that we can close the game out? There'd been a couple sort of in that first few games where we'd taken a two or a three-goal lead and allowed a team back in. And mm -hmm. we sort of, although Bristol got one back, we sort of did well at controlling the game and just sort of killing this one off essentially mm -hmm. and I, I think that's something you know every team can still work on but us us as well uh like once we get that lead just figuring out the way to to hold it or add to it um and i think you know we've proved that we can put up you know six or seven goals in a game uh but i i you know in those times you kind of need guys like finn and towns to step up and you know they're key players to our team and those are the kind of guys you need, especially like in the third period to help you get those two points or those two extra goals. And, um, you know, from there, I think when you, you know, when you're on the bench, you realize you have the lead, but you, 
you know, you know that you can't sit back and that's, you know, something that, that Maddie preaches as well. You know, we're not the team to just sit back, we attack and we stay on with pressure. And I think that's uh, kind of what we did to maintain that lead and hold them to the, to those two goals. So moving on to sort of uh, the game against MK on Sunday, Matty, I'm going to throw this one across to yourself. It's something we've briefly mentioned already. Um, he did step up with some very, very big saves in that first game, but um, to some people, they might have seen that obviously the, the first game on the Saturday is Jordan needs to rest, Angus is with the team, let's put him in. But then to start him with the second game in a row as well, it, it's a big call, wasn't it? And it, it, it probably did surprise a few fans, you've got to say. A few of them would have expected Jordan to at least start one of the two, but Angus put on obviously a fantastic performance over the weekend. You've got to be pretty happy with what he, what he managed to show. Yeah, <clears throat> look, I think... It... You know, initially it was, you know, Jordy knows the score. I've told him, you know, day one, you know, he's not going to play every game this year. Like, that's a given. I don't think any goalie, you know, should or will in any team. But, um, you know, it was time to give, you know, Angus a, a, a chance. And, you know, look, Jordy, <laughs> Jordy's been good at times this year for us, but he'll, he'll admit himself he hasn't been his, his consistent best. Um, and that's not just on him that's the team and the way we're playing as well and, and and look I just think we needed to change it up a little bit like I've had to change the lines a little bit and over the year and that's just that's just how it works that's hockey right you, sometimes you just you need to shake things up a little bit Um, you know it was the, always the plan I knew I was playing Angus on, on Saturday for you know I've known for a week or so now and you know, it's one of them things where you just you have to see how it goes. Um, I felt he played really well. He, he's he's come in and he's he's just he's a kid who like he's he's serious about his game and and serious about being a goalie and um he's so like appreciative about being involved in this and um he's just a good kid and to be honest with you, like I thought. You know, he was really, really good for us at times on Saturday. Um, and, you know, the way the lads took him in and all that stuff. Like, this is nothing on Geordie. This is just, this is ice hockey happens in every league. Um, you know, Geordie's our number one. You know, he will be. Um, but this is how it is. You guys get a chance. It's, it, it happens up and down the lineup. You know, it's, it's like, look at Owen. Owen, you know, third line player, you know, probably penciled in all year for that. But, you know, look, he's been practicing really well. He's always on the ice. He's first on, he's last off. He's been showing that he can, you know, play and he wants to do it. And, you know, I just, I give him a chance and he's held it. He played really well this weekend and um, he plugs the gap between, you know, them two really well. And I just, I didn't know until last minute, honestly, on Sunday. Um, you know, I did think about putting Jordy back in, but I, I, it was just, I had a decision to make and, that was the the decision that I felt was the right one for for Sunday. It was a massive game for us, you know. They had a few guys missing, and I felt like we had a real chance to, you know, to get back into the the mix of everything. Which you know we've obviously had a couple of weeks where we've lost points, but um, you know everyone knows we have these games in hand. So to lose any points at this point would be, you know, a little bit disappointing on on that front. So. I just felt like it was the right thing to do, and he earned it, and and that was it. It was not there's nothing you know else on that. It's just 
that's how it is. Jordy, you know, I love Jordy. He's our guy. He's, you know, he's a great lad. But, um, you know, sometimes that's just ice hockey and that's the way it goes. Um, and that, and you hope you get a reaction, you know, the other way. And and that's that's all you can do. Um, you know, Bobby will tell you that, that that's how it works in in every league. Um, you know, they're not you're not always going to get the chance that you want, or you're not always going to get the ice time you want. You have to earn it, and that was the whole point of this year. Was you know, last year we didn't have that op- op- option or opportunity. Whereas this year we <clears throat> we have a deeper lineup with you know guys that can fill in the top six and um. And obviously the Angus thing was <clears throat> something that I already knew about, but obviously we couldn't announce it and all that stuff with the Steelers. So, um, But this was always going to happen. I was always going to have another goalie um, that can step in and play for us. So, yeah, it's um, that's it's good to see. Look, I think it's great for Jordy. Jordy has someone that can push him. And, and Angus has been brilliant. He's come in and took it. And a quick one on the brute situation, of course. A few people will be thinking, and you've had that in the back pocket for a few weeks, the mastermind that you are, you know, building these lines. It's and barely then... a mastermind. <laughs> it's it's an off-the-cuff uh, thing. That well, I've, I've heard this one. This was pretty off-the-cuff. It was uh, yeah. it was uh, just one single drill, wasn't it, on what is a quiet escape on Wednesday. Of course, not everyone available. Sort of yeah. makeshift lines, and suddenly this one just stood out. Well, it... Look, I think I've had, you know, I'll be honest, I've had sleepless nights at times thinking about how to balance this team, right? Um, you know, I, I think I've got some really good pieces in there and, and obviously we have, you know, a lot of good players that can play in that top six. But, um, you know, sometimes it just doesn't quite work, the chemistry of how people play in different you know, scenarios and obviously we've seen, you know, the towns and Emil and Finland, you know, Finn played really well with Bobby's, the two Bobs as well. And that line was brilliant. Um, I just felt like, you know, the way that the the situation was with that line and obviously Bobby missed a week. Um, and, and <clears throat> you know, it's, it's just, you've just got to try and find something. And sometimes you don't always need the best, skilled guys to play in, in these spots. It just some sometimes, you know, you see, uh, you know, you could say Conor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, any of these guys, they don't always play with the best players. It's just how how their games fit with with other, other guys. Um, you know, Bobby plays really high tempo and, you know, skates really well. He's, he gets around the ice really well. Um, and obviously Bobby is a different sort of player where he's, you know, he's an, he's a goal scorer. He wants to score. He's he's there to to do that. He'll get in the corners, but you know, I felt like Bobby needed someone else to to help him in the corners on boards and and try and get the puck to Bobby and and give also Bobby Young that chance to to score and make plays like we saw on Sunday. So um, Owen's a great kid, like always drives the net and they get the goal that Bobby scored on Sunday, which was unreal, by the way. Um, you know, that was honestly, like I said, after the period, that was Owen that made that, um, not made the goal, but he made the the space for Bobby to actually get that. If, if Owen didn't drive the net at that point, um, there might've been a D-man already in that spot and it allowed Bobby to cut across on his backhand. So, it's just little things like that that maybe some people don't see. Like, you know, the fans might not see these little things, but, 
obviously, you know, I have to look into these things in detail and, you know, the players know as well, like they know when they're on the ice and it fits with someone and it might not fit too well with someone else. So, yeah, it's 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 just how it is. Look, I'll be honest with you, Owen Bruton is, is going to be a top six player in this team, I think, for a long time. You know, he's 17 years old and, you know, he's. I think he's come on a lot this year already, just working, you know, with... You know, with Bobby and Brock and Bobby Chamber and the, the boys on a Wednesday is, is obviously more of a skill session. So, you know, they can work on their little parts of the game that, you know, they shoot in the, you know, the little, you know, tight, intricate stuff that they want to do on the ice. And Owen is is a kid that he's got all the skill in the world. And, and But the biggest thing with him is his brain. His brain is beyond his, his body almost. You know, he's still got, you know, a lot of growing to do and he'll fill into his body, but it's his brain that makes him be able to play at that level. So, um, it, yeah, I just feel like it plugs the gap really well with them too. And Bobby, I'll throw it to you, of course. Uh, I've not gone and counted the total points, but six goals from this line over the course of the two games. It just goes to show that, uh, as Matty said, something did just sort of click and between the three of you, um, uh, were a huge, huge part of why we come away with the four-point weekend. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, after the, those couple losses, you know, um, I think Maddie wanted to change some things up. And like he said, he saw in that Wednesday practice, I think we, we did like one, one three-on-two or something like that together. And we had a really, really nice like tic-tac-toe play back of the net and just like that. And, you know, Brutes has been awesome. He's like he's the definition of a hard worker. He'll go into any corner, chase down any puck. You know, he's like Maddie said as well. He's smart, like sees the ice well. Um, yeah, he's just, you know, all around kind of fits well with me and Bob there. And like you said, it, it showed in these last two games. Um, yeah, I, I think, I don't know exactly what it was, but he, we, I don't, I don't think we had played a, maybe even a shift or two before the weekend together. It was, you know, nothing too much. And then all of a sudden we just like found each other all over the ice. Um, he was in the right spots, like same as Bob and we just clicked and we're able to, you know, get some, uh, get some goals together. Certainly so. And as I say, uh, between yourself and Chambo, three of the four goals that meant that we came away from the game against the MK Lightning with the two points as well. Um, they're a very, very good side, aren't they, Bobby? But we've come away with two very, very big wins against them already this season. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, M MK, they're, they're top of the league. They're great. They got a lot of talent on their team. And especially this this game was big for us. You know, it was it, that Sunday was like a four-point game almost because uh, they're ahead of us in the standing. So it was, you know, almost a must-win and, everyone knew that in the room and I think we were all just, you know, fired up to, for, you know, the weekend in general, but for the Sunday game, for sure, after, after a win and, you know, it's always nice to come out of a, out of a weekend with four points and, you know, when it's against a team like MK, it's almost a little bit better. And Matty, I'll just throw this one back across to yourself. You mentioned about, um, the smart plays to sort of kill the game in Bristol, of course, that was with a two goal lead and uh, quite a few minutes on the clock. But this was a little bit different because we'd seen in, I believe it may have been the Telford game where we at home had a one goal lead and only had about a minute or two to kill off. And 
weren't able to do so and they scored pretty late and there was a chance that MK, you know, they were really starting to find the feet last few minutes of the third period again. They'd had a couple of three or four minute spells in that third period where they really struggled to just clear the zone at times and but we managed to get the puck in the right area and that sort of final two minutes of just controlling the puck in their zone, not allowing them to get headly off the ice, to get to create the six of V five, it was pretty much as perfect as you could play that, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather not be in them scenarios, if I'm being honest. Like, you know, look, it's something, you know, we still need to work on as a, as a team. I think it's it's the one thing we've we've not quite managed, you know, to to really get right this year yet. Um, it's just our game management at times. You know, we take penalties at, at difficult times still. Um you know, and when you go up 4-1 at home, I think, you know, for me, I would have liked to see us, you know, just manage that game a little bit better. And I feel like we did for 10 minutes. And then, you know, again, we took we took some bad penalties. And look, it's <clears throat> it's I've talked about this before. It's it's one of the things that it's really difficult to um for me to manage, you know, and I've tried different ways to, you know, to try and get it through to the lads that we just don't need to you know to to take these these penalties at times and we have been but um look when you do you have to deal with it and obviously the lads did unreal job there and that five on three was i was, I was just about to mention that individually yeah. actually i was gonna say because we spoke about it after the game matty didn't we um yeah. on the interview you can see on youtube but i was actually gonna ask bobby from a player's perspective when you're on the bench you know some of the some of the experience Penalty killers were probably expecting to get on the ice, but um, Brock Deck and Towns they just, they just you know stood out there for the full two minutes, cleared the puck again and again at Towns on the diving clearance. I think he, he must have gone yeah. about twelve feet across the ice to get a stick on it. Uh, yeah, it was just incredible. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I was half like trying to like maybe get Towns off a little bit to get Bobby on, but um, I think he was just you know, feeling it and at the end of the day, like he had to make a decision on that and stay out there if he felt all right. Um, you know, obviously like it look, I think with us it's it's you know, we've had a lot of time to kill. We've been killing a lot this year. And I think, you know, at first we our kill was, you know, struggling a little bit and, and we found our way a little bit more over the past few weeks. Um and I've liked our kill for the past few weeks. And I think you know, I ask a lot of Bobby and 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 Towns um, on 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 the kill. You know, them two are obviously play a lot of minutes in anyway, and and then you know they play big minutes on the kill. So, you know, but them two obviously lead it in in terms of you know being in the middle and you know winning draws. We've won, you know, our face off percentage is is unreal this year, and you know they're both always, you know, well over fifty percent. You know, we've had. 70% now with some of them this year and that's, you know, they're the things that win your games and, and hopefully win your stuff down the road so, yeah it's um, yeah, it's look, I think, again, going back to the sort of management thing, I would like to you know, to not do that but at the end of the day, it is, it is what it is and you've got to deal with it at that time but yeah, if we go forward up against you know, someone like MK, you're always thinking, look, they've got a good PP or they're good in general, so they're gonna they're gonna push to get back in the game. So regardless of penalties or not, 
um, we did well to just hold them off and and win the game. Um, and at the end of the day, we needed the two points and we got it done. So, yeah, really happy with that one. No, so you cemented the four-point weekend, exactly what was needed. And going into another um, doubleheader, I think it's pretty much all doubleheaders now. We're going up to Christmas. Um, it's starting away this Saturday, Ice Sheffield uh, against the Steel Dogs. They've not had the best start to the season, but they're a team, as you said, Matty, um, um, it was a great quote, actually. They get up to play us. That That's literally something that... Uh, and you've got to say, we probably do the same. It's maybe slightly different position this year, but it's it's a Yorkshire rival. It just means that a little bit more. There's that history between teams, players. You know, it's a big, big game. Both, you know, league table-wise, of course, it's one of the 54 games that are going to make this league season. But uh, it's a team that we really, really... We love to beat them. They love to beat us, you know, and it means a lot. Yeah, it's a massive game again. And, you know, they come thick and fast now. And, you know, we've got some really big games coming up, especially the run into Christmas is, is huge for us. And, you know, we've got an eye on the cup and, and where we are in that as well. And that's obviously one of the big um, motivating factors for us at the minute. Um, but again, like, you know, I've I've sort of, tried to steer away from the whole, you know, bigger picture aspect of it and winning games and winning this to, you know, I want, I want I, personally me as a coach, I needed to work on bringing it back to just, you know, per, working on, look, this is a period we need to win this period. It's, it's per shift. It's, you know, I've, I've, uh, it's one thing I would be critical of myself on is, is I've looked too far ahead of myself at times and with the players and, um, you know, and I don't think you can do that. I think you just need to concentrate on the night and, and what you're doing on the night. And obviously we've got the Sheffield game to concentrate on now. Um, look, I think if we go in there and play our game, you know, I think we can beat them. And that's, that's no doubt. But again, they're all difficult games and we have to obviously prove that we can turn up and, and play well like we did this weekend and um, play with... You know, we had some bite again this weekend and we got that passion back, um, which was, you know, great to see. And the results obviously follow. No, so you're getting it back at the right time. Uh, Bobby, sort of looking back on that pre-season game that we played against them down there, it, it was a bit of a strange one because uh, it was a Thursday night game. You know, they're always a little bit different. I think it was one of the games, I think Sam maybe arrived on the ice about two minutes, you know, left of the first period or something like that. Um, they're always a bit, a bit strange. Uh, Dan Crow was down in, in, the, in the Sheffield net and he actually stood on his head throughout the game and uh, weren't able to get the win there. Of course, we turned them over at our place on the following Sunday, but uh, it's a difficult place to go. And obviously, whole teams have traditionally found it difficult down there. Um, so this first league game down there, it'd be great to sort of go down there and continue and maybe try and get back and continue a winning run. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think this is, you know, a weekend we're, we're all looking forward to, especially after coming off of two wins, we want to keep that rolling. Um, but, you know, going back to the uh, preseason game, you know, that I think that was, you know, it was tough. We were all just kind of first you know, it was our first time really or first couple of times playing together. And, um, you know, I still didn't think we found like our footing as a team yet and exactly like how we mesh and, uh, you know, 
but I think this is, you know, it's an exciting, exciting weekend coming up. Um, big one for me too. My parents are going to be here. So oh, looking perfect. forward to that. But um, yeah, no, I think, I think we're all just excited to get back at it after the two wins. We were all, uh, you know, really happy to get those after the few losses. So this is um, a couple that we're looking forward to and it should be a, should be a good test for us. No, it certainly will be. And I say it's a game that, uh, well, both games I'm getting down to my first, no, second away league game this season. Um, my nice Saturday little trip down the road. Um, but of course, the big game on the Sunday, Bristol Pitbulls. We've just played them the you know the week before. They're going to be looking to try and get that little bit of revenge. It, it seems to be whenever we play Bristol, we play them home and away within about a week of each other. We never sort of go a long stretch um, between games. So they're going to be looking to bite back. Uh, in front of the big home crowd Sunday, it's the remembrance game as well, Matty. Um, very, very special one, both on and off the ice in that case. We're wearing the uh, lovely remembrance jerseys that I'm uh, repping here. Uh, it's going to be a, a great event. You know, I'm bringing a few people to the game on Sunday, first time they'll have been at Seahawks game. Those listening, pack out the rink, bring your friends, family. It's going to be a, a top night Sunday, we hope, on the ice as well as off it. Yeah, I said it before. Um, you know, if you've never seen sort of a remembrance night in Hull, it's I think it's honestly one of the yeah, it's it's moving. And I think if you've got, you know, any sort of family that have, you know, been in any sort of service or anything like that, or even just, you know, people that have passed maybe in your family or, you know, grandparents, etc. I mean, it's it is really something special and um like I said before, there's no one else in the league that does, you know, the the night like like us with the band and and everything else that we get there, and um, you know, it's always a big crowd, and hopefully, it's a you know a really big crowd, and everyone can, you know, see what what it is and what we offer on a match night like that, and um, obviously, the you know the main thing is the lads and watching them, you know, again try and try and get two points against Bristol and. You know, keep the run going. Um, fingers crossed we can, you know, just have a good weekend of it again and, and sort of stay, you know, stay grounded and level-headed about where we are and what we're doing um, and just go about our business the right way. No, certainly so. Uh, we are going to be on to a few fan-submitted questions, Bobby. Uh, of course, last time you were on the pod, you were a, a bit of a surprise to everyone. You hadn't quite been announced when we recorded this. Yeah, last yeah. time so we weren't able to ask for any questions so you're experiencing the uh the sometimes normal sometimes weird and wonderful side of our seahawks fans uh, we'll start off a couple of tame ones craig has asked how are you finding playing in the nihl in sort of terms of the league the level are you enjoying logging you know quite heavy amounts of ice time this season how are you finding it um you know it's been it's been good it's been like the hockey is definitely different from uh where I was last year, um, NCAA, but it's, you know, it's for me, it's, it's a lot of fun because it's, you know, it's fast pace, a lot of scoring. Um, but you know, I've, and the guys, the guys are great on the team. So, which makes it just, you know, that much better. Uh, like I couldn't ask for, for a better group of guys. Um, but you know, everything so far has been, been great. Um, the you know the the play itself I, I find 
you know, the, the ice is actually a lot bigger than everything that I'm normally used to. I'm used to like NHL size, but you got some Olympic size rinks over here with, you know, a lot more width. And for me personally, I think that kind of aids my game because I like to use my speed and, and whatnot. Um, but no, it's been, uh, so far, so far, so good. And, you know, it's, uh, I'm enjoying it. Liam has asked, how are you finding life in Hull? And have you had a chance to visit sort of sites of the city and also anywhere in the wider area, sort of, yeah, whether it be other areas of Yorkshire or even maybe, you know, other parts of the country? Uh, you know what? So far, haven't really visited too many uh, different parts of the country, but that's, uh, you know, Brock and I were actually talking about that the other day. That's something we got to start start doing a little more if we can find some time. Um, but around Hall... Uh, you know, had to go visit the Humber Bridge, obviously, go check that out, which was, which was awesome. Uh, and then my brother was actually here, how long, but a month and a month and a half ago. And we were able to, able to go see the aquarium, which was, uh, or sorry, was it the aquarium? Yeah. 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 Which the was, deep. Yeah. The well, deep. Well, sorry. That was, I couldn't remember the name for a second. I think they call it the world's only submarium because part of it is under the water. Yeah. Think, so. Yeah. 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 No, and that that was it. Was, it was really cool, actually. And I got uh, got my years passed so I can go for the full year, which I'm uh, excited about. But uh, you know, other than that, I've kind of just been you know in here and there around the city and little different spots. Uh, but I definitely got to check out uh, a few more places around Hall for sure. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a lot of fans around the ring if you do catch Bobby before or after the game Sunday. Give him some. Uh, your favourite little hot spots for him to try out. Yeah, please uh, do. This next one's from Ed. Uh, big, big uh, supporter of the club from Viva Lavello. Um, he, al- he always comes up with a good question, doesn't he, Matty? Um, oh, he and- loves it. So, Ed's question this week, and I- I've even had fans saying how much they love Ed's questions. Um, do you have a plan for the inevitable zombie apocalypse? Oh, boy. Jesus. Uh, you-, you-, you challenged Ooh. them, Matty. Okay. Um, You've got a actually, couple of guys uh, in your house who I think could help out in this one as well. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple, couple of big bodies in the house, so you know, I'll definitely stock up behind them first. But oh boy, zombie apocalypse! I don't know. Twenty three cranberry is a you know pretty safe spot. That's for sure. Yeah, it's pretty safe out there. Yeah, yeah. It's hard in the sauna. The boys have got a sauna now. Zombies aren't coming in the sauna, are they? Oh, hey, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I'll tell you what my plan is. Um, What I'd probably do is I'd go to the rink because it's the most versatile venue in the city. Um, <laughs> and if they do end up taking over the rink, then at least we can... Um, smash the rink down and get a new one built. <laughs> so I'll probably go in the rink and then sneak out the back door and leave all them in, and then we can bulldoze the rink down, <laughs> get a new one built. And I, agree that. I think we could lock the rink up like Fort Knox. So yeah, I like that play. That's good. Good play. Uh, uh, and Rob's chipped in. It is Rob who mentioned on Facebook that he's he had to step up to your challenge, Matty. The, the question has been a bit tame. Um, I'll let you both chip in on this one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, nobody did this in your locker room. I'll say. So it's, the question is: Would you rather clog a toilet on a first date, first date a job, or first day of a new team? 
That's Rob's question, not mine. Wow, well, well, that's a new team on a new on a first date. That's uh, be first and last, wouldn't it? I mean, I, that one's tough for me because I think you'd get a lot of hell from all the boys if you clogged up the toilet first day in the locker True. room. But um, yeah, I might have to go with first day on the job because you might be, you know, you know, you might be able to hide, blame it on someone else, but in the room, everyone knows because that's off limits. So True. True that. Yeah. But now, uh, if you do want to make sure you get your questions in, check out the whole Seahawks supporters forum. If and when we've got guests available, I'll let you know every week so you can get your own questions in. Got to say, thanks very much for joining us, Bobby. Absolute pleasure as always to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to doing the next one. I'm sure Cheers, you'll be you'll be another one after one of these mugs pretty soon. I'm sure. Thanks yeah. to the wonderful sponsors down at Wooden Creations. Yeah. Um, Matty, uh, we've had another good one this evening, but we've got uh, some very special stuff planned over the next week, shall we say? We have, yeah. We've got some big, um, some big guests coming, um, some ex potential people that have been around the city. There's some familiar faces, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. So- we're gonna like these ones, I think. Oh, you certainly will do. This has been episode 24 of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. Make sure you do like, follow, share, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. You'll only have to wait till Friday for episode 25, so make sure you tune into that one, Hawks fans.